WWTI students would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy as bitches. If you have a stick up your ass, listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us, enjoy the show. Welcome to the We Won the Internet podcast, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-assedly bring you weird news, scary stories, and anything we find interesting on the web. So please welcome your hosts, Logan Marks and Sam Baxter. Hello everyone, I hope you're all doing well. It's May 27th, 2021, and you're deep down in the bunker with your two favorite idiots. Welcome to the shit show. How you doing, Sam? Ah, fuck. Just not doing shit, ladies. Watching TV, how about you? Oh, I've been doing but nothing watching TV myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I did see the new uh, Army of the Dead movie. Army of the Dead. Is that what? And I have to say. Is that with Dave Bautista, that movie? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, sir, it is. Okay. How was it? And, oh, I knew, I knew going in that it was going to be not bad, mm-hmm. but it was just going to be one of those shoot 'em ups with a bunch of uh, just crazy action and, and zombies. Okay. So I, I didn't go in expecting a lot, uh, but it, it was a fucking fun movie. <laughs> it was it was really good. It was. I don't. Yeah, I know it didn't get that high ratings. I think it's got like a five point nine on uh, IMDb. Okay, but Doesn't man, matter. I I loved I I loved every minute of really? it. Really, just action packed. Yeah, it was just action packed. The it was kind of like a bank heist mixed with a a zombie movie. <laughs> Okay, and, and uh, so it's, the premise was kind of crazy because there's like a there's a there's a zombie outbreak in in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and for some reason they're able to sh- to block everything up with uh with uh shipping containers. Okay, <laughs> so, so they have the whole city like covered like just uh, shielded around with the with shipping containers, and there's all the zombies are in there, mm-hmm. and. The zombies are in the shipping containers? They're, no, they're in, like, because they make, like, this giant fence mm-hmm. with shipping containers. Yeah. Which I don't know how they kept the outbreak within the within the, the city uh-huh. while they were doing that. But that's that was the whole oh, premise. Oh, okay, the, the zombies are in the city. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they, they, it's like, it's a zombie city now, and they they have to... There's there's a there's a casino in there with a with a shitload of money mm-hmm. and this team they 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 developed this team to go in there, get that money out, uh before before uh they nuke the town. Gotcha. So they're on the clock. So it's a, yeah. So it's you're they're on, they're under a time pressure and they have like these you know every there's like different characters that are just kind of over the top mm-hmm. and but yeah I I loved it. It was a lot of. A lot of explosions, a lot of zombie killing. They even had a, a zombie tiger. Zombie tiger, really? With a yeah, with a zombie tiger fight, which was pretty good. <laughs> which I liked. Shit. <laughs> zombie tiger fight, so, huh? Yeah. So it was a. I I loved it. I lo- like I love zombie movies. Like back back in the day, every zombie movie that came out, I'd watch. And I it, and it, and I I haven't seen a zombie movie for like a good one for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really watched them. Okay, but th- this was a this was pretty good, and they left it open for a sequel. So, and this was a good movie to come back to the zombie genre, mm-hmm. and and just kind of enjoy it, and and just uh, just watching all the killing and and all the and all the gunplay and all the, it was just it was just, it was a fun movie. 
So it was, so it was, it was high action, high octane, everything like that. Yeah, and, I, I, and it doesn't end the way you would think it ends, which I like too, because it was. There's a. I don't want to say too much because if if you haven't seen it yet, I don't want to ruin mm-hmm. it. Uh, definitely give it a watch. It's on Netflix. Okay. <laughs> there was, when you said Zombie vs. Shark, do you, do you remember the movie Zombie Flesh Eaters? Like, it's an old one, but it was like a zombie versus a shark. <laughs> that one. <laughs> I vaguely remember that. Yeah, it was and like he's he's all like the sharks going after him, and he ends up tearing a piece of the shark, and <laughs> he's eating it. It was like, oh man, oh my god, that was like in like seventy seventy nine. Yeah, that's old. And he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was you know it was, it was one of those movies you know they're trying to do something new right because you don't ever see anything like that. A lot of times you don't necessarily see zombies in the under the water, you know. So uh-huh. uh, it's you know something different, you know. It's, and when you said that, though, it made because you never really see. Um, it's always humans versus zombies and stuff. So they just just made me think of that. Um, <laughs> you know, good, good. So did you watch it? Uh, you know, I've been watching, just kind of jumping around shows. But I've I, I saw on Apple TV the Mosquito Coast. Um, have you seen that one mm-hmm. at all with Justin Theroux? I, I've never even heard of it. But I is is it what what a channel is it's on? Apple what Apple a- TV. See, I don't. I don't really watch Apple. I don't have any, have any Apple products. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So I don't really watch anything on Apple TV. So I really never know what's going Got on it. there. Yeah. This is this is a, a show, and it's basically like, um, and 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 from what I'm watching from it, you know, he's basically like some, um, he seems like some pretty handy guy, like uh, like an inventor guy, and he's he's really intelligent, and from what it seems like, you, you kind of get clues of things like he really knows how to do stuff, and he's really smart, but. He's like basically like um, fed up with like the, the corruption in the civilized world. You know, everyone's really corporate and 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 mm-hmm. has you know always wanting you know items. You know, they're always materialistic and stuff like that. And he has a wife and he has two kids and the daughter's like sixteen and the boy's like you know thirteen or twelve and they're just um, they're living like low key life, like living out in the boonies. You know, like they pay things with cash. He gets paid in cash. You know, he's just like a handyman, but. You know, every every so it's kind of like a the Unabomber with the family. Uh, well, I mean, Unabomber. Well, Unabomber was remember he was a he was a um, a mathematician. He was a math teacher, so he wasn't not really. But I mean, because that guy was in the middle of of, of uh, society. But this one's I know what you mean though. You know, smart fuckers and but this guy yeah, he's just a smart guy. Doesn't like society. Yeah, but I mean, he goes off in the woods. and does his own thing. But well, I mean, I, doesn't hate technology. He's not in the woods. He doesn't hate technology. He just he doesn't like that everyone just become materialistic and <clears throat> he's just oh okay yeah. And so he's he he just wants to live a simple life and things like that. But what you mm-hmm. find out though is that he's done something or he's figured out something that from whatever he used to do, you know, being super smart and everything. He's figured out some of the feds want him, and he's they're on the run like big time, and they get caught, they they get found out in the first episode, and so now they're on the run, they're trying to get to Mexico and and cross the border, and and he, he you always want to find out what they're doing, like the kids, the daughter especially, like she's like I don't want to do this, you know, I want to live here, I want a boyfriend, I want to go to school, you know, go to college, you know, just live a normal life. He's like, no, you know, you can't, and you don't really know why like it's it's um hasn't really explained what his reasoning for why they're running his wife knows and she mm. it sounds like something's fucked it, it makes me think of like some edward snowden type thing like he must have oh, he okay. must have stumbled upon something where the government you know as his whatever he was you know in the past like if he was some type of you know um some type of like analyst or something 
or something with data, he must have came across something that he didn't like. And so they really want his ass. Like, they're really trying to catch him and his oh, family. Before he, before he, like, spreads out the information. Well, whatever. Like, that's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh, oh you don't know No, like, that's the thing. I'm, like, halfway through the season, um, maybe three quarters, actually. And he's in there almost in Mexico. And they're trying to get away, like I said, for a simpler life. He's, he's had to, you know, they had to cross, like, the, the desert to, to make it there. And it's, you know, it's it's treacherous. I mean, we've, you know, you remember going to Mexico when you were kids. You know, it's it's hot down there, mm-hmm. man. That shit's, you know, there's some certain places in no man's land. And, you know, it's stuff like that. It's it's a good show. It's really well done. I I hope that uh, they, I get a little more closure or find out a little bit more. Because it was, like, one of the episodes he was, the, they were, like, finally resting in a, in a house that they were at. And the dog was like, Dad, tell us what we did. And he's right about to tell him, And then somebody comes in. Hey, you know. You know he, <laughs> it's like, fuck, man. God damn. <laughs> like, son of a bitch. Like, what the hell, man? Get yeah. out of here. Like, if I was a daughter, I'd be like, hey, dude, like, we're fucking finished. This <laughs> you got to tell us. Because it's just, it's just unknown right now. And it's just like, oh, man. It's aggravating. It's like, I want to fucking know what, whatever the fuck happened. You know, that's part of the whole show, you know. But like I said, it's good. And. I, 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 Harrison Ford did a movie of that, of that like back in like '86. It sounds like the same premise. I didn't watch that movie, the Mosquito Coast movie. What? So I'm what? Oh, there's a movie. Yeah, Harrison Ford. Like I said, back in '86, it was a long time ago. That was probably one of the only Harrison Ford movies I didn't see, and I don't know why I didn't watch that one. But I've never even heard of it. Yeah. Yes. Mosquito Coast. The Mosquito Coast. Movie? Yeah. Yeah, you look it up, and it's there's one with Harrison Ford. I think it's like in '86. So, it's uh. And again, I'm not sure if it's the same thing. Yeah, 86. So, yeah, yeah, same, it's same type of. It sounds like it's pretty similar type of storyline. But again, I didn't watch that, so I don't know how. You know, but it's the same writer, right? So I'm assuming it's you know Paul. Oh, so maybe the, maybe he just took his yeah, his idea yeah, and just, just kind of yeah, let's or yeah, let's make a series of it instead of a movie. It's kind of like that. And Ooh, I kind of want to watch what's that? Kind of want to watch the the original. Movie I know. See, so do I. See how that is. So do I. I do too. I like watching this now. Makes me want to see this. And like I said back in the day, I didn't want to watch this at all. But now I now oh, I do. So it's it's on Tubi for free. Is it on Tubi? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, do you have Tubi? I don't have Tubi. Uh, is it, I think it's one of those you just kind of sign just up. An for, app, right? I, mean, I guess. I think. Well, I'm guessing it's free, so I'm guessing it's probably going to be commercials with it. As long as they don't ask me for my credit card, I might install it. <laughs> 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 And social security number. Well, it's, and, it's uh, like it's like you know, like remember those like porn sites back in the day? But like, click on it. You know, you get free. You know, free for a month and or free for two months, and you click on it. But you got to put your credit card in. It's like fuck. So you are gonna bill me. Like somehow, some way, you're gonna bill me. <laughs> There's gonna be like this like complicated canceling. Yeah, it's always gonna be like go impossible. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you call them to cancel, and it'll like send you to like Nigeria yes. or somewhere like some. Yeah, you, you have to actually go down and. I know. Yeah. To, Talk to some dude. Provide a written statement, and... notarized. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty forms of ID. I know. But... It's like fuck. Uh, you know. I was like, man, those boobies weren't worth no, it. No, no. That, that's what I'm saying. If, if, as long as they don't ask for anything like that, because it always seems like they're gonna ask. I'm always, I'm always waiting for that. Like, install this app. You know, this looks good. <laughs> you know, and then it's like, yeah, this looks pretty good. And then you install. It's like, oh, to unlock everything, you have to, <laughs> you have to pay like whatever. It's like shit. Like fucking bullshit. That's how they get I you. I know. That's how they I get know. you. Things have really changed. It's, it's crazy. But that's it. That's about all I've watched. Yeah. I I have been watching Sliders. Oh, that old show? Tra- I want- From the 90s? Yeah. 
I, I kind of want to talk about it because I forgot how much I love that show. It just brings me back to when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, it's like right out of, right out of high school. It was great, and and you know, like times were like felt simpler. And it, when I I remember the weekends watching that and just like having a good time because the show was so fun. The premise was so good. It was really well done. You know, sliding from one dimension from different dimensions and having just like an adventure, like going into like these crazy, crazy different earths mm-hmm. that like, I remember the, the lottery one where like it was a perfect society and the reason they were able to keep it because the population was low. Because ah. the lot, the, the lottery, if you got picked, you like, you, it made it sound like if you won the lottery, you would become a millionaire, uh-huh. which you had like a really great life for like a week or something like uh-huh. that. But then they killed you. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I mean, it was something like, yeah. And then, uh. I don't know. There was just a bunch of like different worlds and different ideas that you know, like what if this? Yeah, you know, what if this? Happened? I remember what one with the or... Queen, where, where England won the war, and like, do you remember that one? It was like it was like the English won the war, the the Revolutionary War, and so everything was all monarchy here, and it was still all monarch, and it was it was great. I yeah, there was some really good premises, really good ideas. Yeah, and then the characters were really fun to to likable, to watch, They're very and... likable. Yeah, everyone was likable, and and it, I I loved it because it didn't really take itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. But um, watching it now, it's it just makes me want a remake because like the graphics on it are so bad. Yeah, it's, da- it's <laughs> like, dated. It's so it's dated. dated. Like you get and, and then, like the technology so dated, mm-hmm. and they're like pulling out floppy disks. I have the information on this floppy disk right yeah, here. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh shit! Like you watching it back I was like, then? What the fuck is? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is that? A floppy yeah. disk? <laughs> But back then, I remember. I remember uh, when they had the floppy disk. It's like, oh shit, don't touch that middle part. You know, you're gonna erase it. You know, I'd be all nervous and worried. And <laughs> well, they're they're like talking about like you putting like a 20 minutes of video on a floppy disk. 20 minutes. <laughs> oh shit. You know, it's like I got the footage right here of you doing this and that, and then I'm like on a floppy like, disk bullshit. on a floppy disk. Really? That's yeah, fucking killer resolution. Yeah, on that? fuck. <laughs> you ain't getting anything off that. <laughs> I know. Oh, but yeah, but it's still like it's still really. Uh, even today, like the, the the even all all this stuff doesn't hold up. The the storylines still they do. do. They're still they're still fun to they watch. They are very and, well done. But yeah, if if you haven't seen it before, which I'm 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 guessing most people have, but if you haven't, do yourself a favor. Tom Peacock. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And there's minimal minimal uh, commercials. commercials on there, and they have all this. They have all seasons on it, so, or all yeah all ser- all seasons. Yeah, I think there's five seasons, so right? You get a chance. I I haven't gone through the whole thing. I'm, I'm on the fourth yeah. fourth season. Yeah, I think there's five. And I probably missed a couple because I just been watching it straight, and sometimes I'll fall asleep because I'm just yeah <laughs> just yeah I got you. <laughs> but there's probably a couple episodes I didn't didn't watch through it, but I'll probably rewatch it again because I really did love this the show. It was really good. Um, yeah. So if anybody hasn't seen it before, give it a chance. I know it's really it's it's really dated, but just stick with it and I, i'm pretty sure you'll enjoy it it's just it was just really well done it was just like you said like you said the stories were well done you know they, they hold up really well the stories hold up really well yeah you know because the storytelling is really the the ba- the main part of it and like you said like like the actors were really good and um it, it, you didn't hate anybody like there's there's four people on the team and you actually liked all of them equally like you there was not one you liked more than the other you know it was it, it felt it felt good and it felt like like each person was like a, just a really good person to watch and they all had their strengths and yeah. weaknesses but like I said there was nobody anybody that was like fuck that person is just such a pussy you know they're always fucking having to do yeah. you know it's not it's nothing like that and there, 
And there are a couple cheesy episodes, of course, where they do like magic and dragons. And yeah, stuff yeah, of course. Like, but again, all of a sudden they pull up the magic card, and you're like, "Oh, come yeah. on, man. this is like a sci-fi." Show. I know, I know, it's a sci-fi fantasy, but but you know, it's again, it's uh, it's 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 you know, parallel d- dimensions, right? So dimensions, yeah. I mean, they got it. I guess they have to explore all avenues, right? Yeah, which is yeah, which is kind of good. Like some people like that stuff. I I every time some. Brings up magic and wizards and shit. I, I all of a sudden I just like lose interest. Gotcha. Because I, I think it's kind of dumb. Yeah. But some people like that. But there are some of those episodes in there. So if you do like that stuff, you, you'll like that. Those episodes probably will be your favorites. No, that's, that sounds good. And like I said, I can't wait to watch more of it. It's I'm slowly you know chipping away. I got a lot of shows to watch, and it's just fuck. It's hard to just keep up on everything. Yeah, it is, but I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody, nobody likes a quitter. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, take a break. If we come back, we'll do shit on the internet. See you guys in a little bit. This week's sponsor is Larry's Mont Liquor, the beverage that gives you courage in a bottle. Are you uptight about presenting yourself nude in public places? Are you searching for love? but your stupid high standards are stopping you from having filthy monkey sex in a dirty rundown bathroom stall with a partner missing half their teeth. Are you having problems starting fights with random strangers and defecating in your pants? Larry's Malt Liquor can help. They've been lowering customer inhibitions since 1892. Let's face it, Larry's is more likely the reason that you were even conceived. Your dad would have never porked your mom if she wasn't liquored up. So if you're ready to make poor life choices and have Sam and I talk about you on the show, there's only one drink for you. And that's Larry's Mont Liquor, the beverage that gives you courage in a bottle. All right, thanks everyone for sticking around for show on the internet. I got this first story here. A Maryland man was arrested after trying to run over several cops and then driving his car through a police station lobby in a terrifying scene Sunday night, authorities said. Fuck, that makes me think of... Fuck, he didn't like the cops That makes me think of Terminator. Remember Terminator? Remember that shit? I'll be back. He looks at the whole the, the, the window windows. thing. He's like, "Fuck, I could take this shit down with my car." <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, so Timothy Call, who's 24, again a 24 year old man being called Timothy. It's probably why he hated his life. Uh, <laughs> um, called police in the Baltimore suburb of Harv de Grace around 9:30 p.m. and said he was going to come to their headquarters and kill an officer, Corporal Ken Terry said in a statement moving Monday morning. Investigators tracked down the caller's location and learned that, that he was driving near his home, Terry said. When police arrived in the area, they found Call driving erratically and saw him strike several parked vehicles before he tried running over the officers at the scene, according to police. Jeez. Jeez. Bad driver, too. <laughs> the suspect then fled the area and drove into the Harvard Grace police station, where he struck another parked car and intentionally drove his vehicle in the front doors of the building. But the crash did not stop the man's wild attempts to hurt an officer. Police said Call got out of his car and tried to attack several officers outside the facility. He ended up being tased and arrested. The suspect, <laughs> the, um, the suspect who did not appear to be armed, was taken to a hospital for treatment, sustained in the crash, and was expected to face numerous criminal charges. Terry said, "There was no word on what the charges would be, but." This is the, the, the building that sustained serious damage and no officers were injured in the attacks. Fuck, man, this guy sounds nuts. He, he didn't even injure any officers. No, I guess all? not. I mean, he was trying to run over them, and they were <laughs> luckily. Yeah, I would think somebody would have got hurt unless he's, he must be a really shitty yeah, driver. Not be able to. <laughs> I, I mean, his only goal was to take out an officer, and he fucking he failed. Couldn't even do and that. He had like a whole building of officers, and he couldn't get them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, can you believe that shit? 
It's like, you're that bad when you can't even fucking do your job? Like, <laughs> he deserves to be in jail. I know. Just for doing a shitty job. I know. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got a story here. So police say um, a theft suspect in, I, in Idaho Falls fell through the ceiling tiles of a local restaurant while running from officers. What? So this is, this is kind of a long story, which I, I thought was kind of funny. It gets kind of funny. Okay, okay. Let's hear it. So... So, Idaho Falls Police Department was looking for a Jesse James Moore, 38, a suspect in two theft cases from earlier that day. The search was a rather unique one, allegedly involving a children's bicycle, stolen deli ham, and the suspect locking himself in a woman's bathroom in an attempt to escape into the ceiling of a subway restaurant. <laughs> so, the search began uh, when a woman called the officer saying someone had stole her son's BMX bike at a state park. Okay. A man allegedly wearing a Tyrannosaurus Rex t-shirt came up to her son and asked to buy the bike. The boy declined, and then he, when he turned around for a couple seconds, the unknown man jumped onto his bike and rode away. Shit. <laughs> so, Damn. So, then later, then later the, Idaho, the, Idaho police, uh, the Idaho Falls Police Department went to Winco Foods after a man reportedly stole, had stolen a Harley-Davidson motorcycle after he went inside to buy groceries. But when he came back, the motorcycle, he said, was gone. But he had left the BMX bike there. So the police... Jeez. <laughs> so they're kind of f- trying to figure out what happened here. So they're, they're, they're kind of zeroed it down to the guy with the, the, the T-Rex shirt, <laughs> took the bike, and then took the Harley-Davidson. Uh, in place, uh, he's like getting be- he's like getting better vehicles as he goes. Yeah. So upgraded. as upgraded. police investigated... <laughs> so, yeah, he's upgraded. As police investigated, the woman whose um, son's bike was stolen called officers saying someone someone named J- Jesse James could have stolen the motorcycle. Police then considered Moore as the main suspect in both the thefts. Uh, additional officers arrived in the area and searched for Moore. The motorcycle owner found the stolen Harley-Davidson parked in front of a Planet Fitness just across the street from Winco. Uh, the owner said the f- the fuel cutoff switch was on, and the bike couldn't run as long as the suspect didn't know how this worked. Because on the motorcycle, they have there's a fuel cutoff switch, so like you can only go a certain distance, and it'll just cut off the the, the fuel from going okay. on, from going in. Uh, unless you know about this, you won't you don't know to turn the switch. Okay. So suspect spotted more walking towards the subway in the same park, uh, same parking lot as the gi- as the gym. So Moore went into the sandwich shop and locked himself in the women's bathroom. Police heard rustling inside and Moore refused to come out. The owner of the subway then kicked open the restroom door. Officers rushed inside and found pieces of the ceiling around Moore, who laid on the <laughs> ground having fallen from the ceiling. Moore refused to come <laughs> Moore refused to come out of the closed of the uh, closed stall and police pulled him out by his feet. So Moore was wearing the same dinosaur T-shirt that he had been reported earlier, so they knew it was him. Yeah. So inside the ceiling, officers found more shoes and a knife. Uh, Idaho Falls Police Department spokeswoman uh, Jessica Clements also said police found a large wad of ham wrapped in a butcher paper <laughs> while searching Moore. The subway, the subway employees reported that the man had been in the store earlier in the day several times and had actually come behind the counter filled out an application for a job and attempted to help them with the service. 
So he went back there <laughs> and tried to help them make sandwiches. Uh, let me show you how good I am. So, yeah, I'm a sandwich artiste, yeah. is what they like to call yeah. themselves. Uh, then, more reportedly, left the store and they noticed that a stack of deli meat had gone missing. <laughs> Fucking deli meat. <laughs> so, so I hope it was bologna. I hope it was bologna too. God, I love bologna. <laughs> <laughs> it was ham. It was I know, ham. I know. I was just hoping it was bologna. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so officers arrested Moore and took him into a bon- Bonville County Jail. Uh, Moore is charged with a felony grand theft for the motorcycle and a misdemeanor petty theft for the bicycle, <laughs> according to charging documents. He was also charged with a misdemeanor uh, malicious injury to property for the damage done to the restaurant, as well as uh, other counts of petty theft for the hat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. This guy's busy. I know. This guy was like all day he had a busy just day. Just fucking stealing <laughs> shit. Just like crazy. Damn. I like that he I like that he went to the Subway restaurant and like was like trying to make a sandwich. I know, yeah. Show how good he is. And then pocketed I ham know. while he was doing <laughs> Like, I can't believe they even let him in the back and, like, because, like, I know, like, places, like, when you try to get a job, you just turn in the, you know, the... Usually you have to do it online. Oh, is it now you do online? Okay. I was going to say, you, but, you, you know, I remember back in the day, you, t- you know, you'd fill it out the, in the form and then you'd, you'd hand it to them and they'd be like, all right, we'll call you if we want to interview, you know, and they'd yeah. look at you, they'd look you up and down <laughs> and be like, like, this guy might be a piece of shit and... Yeah, this guy does not look like a, a Subway sandwich artist. Yeah, he doesn't look like he'd be part of our family. So, But this guy, man, he went in the back and he started make, trying to make sandwiches. That's awesome. He stole all that meat. Fuck, it's too bad he didn't get to eat it. <laughs> not like He's all up in the, the ceiling all eating. That's funny, meat. man. That's awesome. That was a good one. So I got this next story here. Responding to multiple 911 calls about a naked woman walking around and jumping in and out of vehicles at a car dealership. Minnesota cops discovered a new 35-year-old suspect pleasuring herself while splayed across the floor of a pickup truck. (laughs) I know. Police dispatchers last Sunday were initially told that the naked woman was sitting alone in a Pontiac SUV and that she looked happy and did not appear to be hurt but appeared to possibly be under the influence. When (laughs) When cops arrived on the scene in Mankato, a city 80 miles from Minneapolis, the Pontiac was found running with its driver's side open. But, but the vehicle was empty. Nearby officers spotted a Chevrolet Silverado with its rear driver's side open. But they also noticed feet sticking out from the doors. <laughs> <laughs> so upon approaching the SUV, a patrolman spotted Jennifer Dorrit Weber, 35, lying across the floor of the second row. The naked Weber was on her back, feet in the air, digitally penetrating herself. Ooh. Cops say, Sexy. Pops say Weber was making nonsensical comments and said that she thought that she was in St. Petersburg, Florida. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Asked what brought her to the Mankato area, Weber replied, to please the boys. <laughs> That's why. <what I> <laughs> That's <laughs> That was her answer. Why are you here? To please the boys. Like, hey, that's good enough answer. Yep. All right, lady. Go on your way. <laughs> Investigators noted that Weber continued to masturbate as she spoke with the officers. Over the next hour, I'm not sure why the cops took an hour. They were probably just sitting back and watching. But <laughs> sitting <there> watching. <laughs> over, over the next hour, police who had summoned an EMS crew tried to coax Weber out of the SUV. Finally, after prolonged negotiations, Weber exited the SUV and was taken into custody and transported to a local hospital. 
Police say they recovered methamphetamine and a drug paraphernalia following the conclusion of the May 9th standoff. The SUV's owner told the police that this vehicle was being serviced and that Weber did not have permission to enter the Chevy. Weber was subsequently booked in the county jail for indecent exposure and narcotics possession, DWI, and en- entering a vehicle without the owner's permission. It does sound like that vehicle was being serviced. I know. I know. <laughs> 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 they ain't wrong. That's they funny though. Wrong. Why are you here? I'm here. To, I'm just here to pleasure the boys. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, by all means, man. I know. That's fucking awesome. It's just when I was reading that, I was thinking, you know, like around here, like when a bunch of the strip clubs a bunch of years ago got busted, and like the women were all mad, the strippers were all mad because the cops came in and were asking the women, like, hey, you know, prostitution, like, give me, you know, I'll give you fifty bucks for a blowjob or a hand job, and. The uh-huh. girls did it, and then they busted them after. And the girls like, "Why didn't you stop us before?" <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> I know. "Why'd you wait till after?" Yeah, like, after you came, and then and then you fucking busted us. You could have busted us when you know as soon as we unzipped your pants, you know, or something, right? But uh, you, you can't get mad at a very thorough. Yeah, yeah, these cops are doing. You know, these cops are under a lot of hard pressure. I mean, when they're hard, the job, you know, they got to get the job done. So. They gotta gotta look out for these cops, man. They're getting their work, <laughs> getting work done well. So yeah, I, I just remember that the whole day where the women were complaining and then they were kind of looking into it, like yeah, maybe these guys did wait too long. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I remember like I remember reading, like a few of the cops like came like like fucking came in the mouths and or you know hand jobs and shit. I was like fuck yeah. Probably called their buddies in to, yeah to, for backup. Yeah. I need we need backup. I know, I know, I know. We need help, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got a story here. Uh, on on Friday, uh, on Friday's episode of the Jim Baker Show, host Jim Baker said that his past convictions and prison stint for fraud and conspiracy was an example of cancel culture mm-hmm. before its time. They what? <laughs> they canceled me. Baker declares. Um, mainly. Mainly, it was the media, and the media got a Pulitzer Prize for putting me in prison, he continues. That's what they do. They reward the enemy of the gospel and the cancel culture. We had the largest ministry of its type in the world. Millions of people came here, and it was millions being saved around the world. And they literally took it away. So... I just thought this was a funny what story a because jackass. Jim Baker's complaining about cancel culture. and, and but he got busted for fraud, right? <laughs> I know that's so well, how was that canceled? So like, according, yeah. So, according to Jim Baker, the federal government produced video from my show video and edited it and put me in prison. He says it was cult. It was cancel culture. He says later in the segment they did everything to cancel me, everything to erase me. Uh, but what he doesn't mention is Jim Baker was convicted of twenty-four counts of fraud and conspiracy and sentenced to forty-five years in prison. So he did this to himself. <laughs> Wait, is he still in so, prison now? No, I think he's out because he's still he's doing the show now. Hmm. I wonder how long he served. He might have been got. He might have got off on. He was released in 1994. So he only did like 10 so, years. It's, that's what it appears. Shit. Baker had raised these funds by selling lifetime partnerships to viewers that entitled him to an annual free stay at his Heritage USA Christian theme park. But the, but the number of pa- uh, the number of uh, partnerships sold. F- far exceeded the the park's capacity and millions of dollars were diverted to fund baker's own lavish lifestyle uh-huh. so that was why he went to jail but it's but he's i thought it was he's funny because he's trying wolf, to make like his kind like yeah, non-fair 
Well, basically, they're, they're trying to, <clears throat> he's trying to blame it on cancel culture. Mm-hmm. That That's why he was, like, one of the first to get canceled. But it was just like, no, you're just being a piece of you, shit. Yeah, you're, you're not a good person. You're stealing money. Why can't you? God, man, these people that blame, like, all this stuff. Oh, they're censoring this. The, I mean, there's always a platform for you. You know, it's not the government censoring you. Like, people are, oh, I, you know, I can't be on Twitter. I can't do this. And this guy's complaining about... Man, you're a piece of shit. You got caught for it. <laughs> like, was that so hard? To, and then, you know what sucks is there's going to be a lot of people who believe him. They're going to agree with him. Well, they, they, I mean, they're still watching him, so they believe him. I mean, they know he went to jail for for ripping people off. Yeah, but now he's and just fine. And they he's still up these stupid. Yeah, rules. And they still watch him. They still yeah. listen to him. I don't believe it. I I, I haven't heard. I haven't heard of that guy for a long time. I just. People like people like that, man. They're they're like the worst. I mean, he's still got a show. Yeah, he's still uh, he's still making money. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's stealing people's money. I'm sure he I mean, is. I'm, I doubt he's learned from it. Uh, he just learned how to hide it better. Probably, yeah, exactly. That's it. He knew, he learned from his mistakes. Like fuck, I fucked up this time. I'm not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen a again. Far better criminal. Oh, man, that he's got the power of the Lord. The power of the Lord behind him. I know. Him. I know. God. That stuff's horrible. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take a break, and we'll do I Can't Believe It's Not Google when we get back. See you guys in a little bit. You ready? Are you there? Yeah, you like, you like, you're really cutting out. Okay. Did you hear me that we're taking a break? Yeah, I barely, I barely heard it. I could barely understand it, but I heard it. Okay. You yeah, ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> so it's I Can't Believe It's Not Google, where people from the internet ask us for advice on life, love, sex, and everything in between. So Sam and I listen to their problems and bless them with our infinite wisdom. It's not good advice. It's not bad advice. It's just our shitty advice. So this week we have Jenny from California, and she says, I'm getting married in two months. The wedding was planned over a year ago, and at the time, my sibling was known as a she-her. So I asked her to be a bridesmaid. And I thought that all was fine. I only asked three bridesmaids as the wedding is on a small budget, but I still wanted to pay for the dresses. So a few months later, my sibling came out as a non-binary. No problem. Sometimes they dress feminine, sometimes masculine, and others in between. I asked if they still wanted to be a bridesmaid, and they said they'd rather be a bride's person, which again is no problem. I asked them if they would be wearing a dress, suit, or something else in that same color as the rest of the dresses. They said they weren't sure and they would get back to me. So now it's two months until the wedding and they still haven't decided what they want to wear. I asked today if they had decided because I really have to order the dress or have to order the bridesmaid dresses as soon as possible. Even though they are pre-made in the shop as they as they still need adjustments. I said I'm still buying the dress, suit, or whatever else they want to wear, but I need to know what it's going to be. My sibling is insisting that they that they won't know until the day whether they want to wear a dress or a suit. So I should buy both. That would be fine if it wasn't for the fact that shops don't take back items that have been altered and also... I'm on a tight budget. My sibling thinks I'm being a bridezilla over this because I won't buy both. I reminded them that they can wear something else 
that is the same color and we can even go shopping together for it but they want either a dress or a suit i'm starting to wonder if i'm being an asshole because i know i it can be easy for them not knowing how they're going to feel that day and i don't want to force them to wear something they aren't comfortable with but i need to know one way or the other what's going to happen so what should i do tell your fucking sister to pay for it herself like that I'd be like yeah, I'd, pull, I I'd pull the plug on that bitch. I'd be like, "Fuck you! This is, does not revolve around you. You're either in or out, and you tell me now what you're wearing." Cause I'm, yeah, because that's a that's a lot of money. That's a dick move on the, on the sister part. Yeah, I'd be like, "Fuck you! Like you and, want in, you can be in. This is the only way you're gonna be in. I'll buy you a suit." Yeah, honestly, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even let her in the wedding. I'd let her go. Oh, well, I would let I would let her in. I would let her sit down and watch, but I wouldn't let her as one of my brides. That's what I'm saying. Like you, like this is this yeah. is it. Like today's the day. You either decide. Whatever you decide is either you're in or you're out. If you can't still decide, you're fucking out. I wouldn't fuck that. Like what's that's what's so dumb? Like how can you be so inconsiderate of your sister? You know, I'm talking about not Jenny, but the sister being inconsiderate to her. Like, oh, I won't know till the day of. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'd be like, this is not. This isn't McDonald's. You don't get to choose when you're right there at the fucking day of. <laughs> that just seems like bullshit. I don't. I don't. It does, and you know, and I, and I get, or maybe I don't get. I don't understand this non-binary want to be woman, want to be man someday. That I don't understand that at all. I don't get it. But even the fact that I don't get it, mm-hmm. I know that I don't like sure. to be in a tuxedo. But if it's somebody that I have to go, if it's my brother. And I have to wear a fucking tuxedo. I'm gonna wear a fucking tuxedo, even though I don't like wearing them. One day, one not fucking gonna, day, yeah, it's not gonna, it, yeah, it's not gonna kill me. It's not gonna destroy my whole person and who I am. I like to you wear know. jeans and t-shirts. I fucking it's hate not tuxedos. Define your life. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand why this yep. bitch can't just fucking pick one and then just go go at it. So I think she should just drop her ass. That's Jenny, man. Move on. I mean, I hope you have a good wedding and everything. You have a good life, but your sister's a piece of shit. Yeah, I agree. Your sister is a piece of shit, and I don't give a shit what gender she thinks she is. You're an asshole in both genders. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> well put, well put, my friend. <laughs> All right, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna. Uh, it's about time to wrap it up. So stay tuned for the after show, the dark web, where we're gonna be talking about uh, times that social media has saved people's lives. We'll see you guys on the other side. Bye bye. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the Dark Web, the WWTI Studios After Show. So thanks everyone for stopping and staying with us for the Dark Web, social media saving lives. So, you know, we, we, we talked recently about social media, how it's pretty fucked up with people, like it makes people depressed or, you know, just jealous or just angry, right? But mm. um, there's been a few times, you know, when social media, I guess has helped people out i mean i guess it's not all bad it's just and in these situations it's definitely not bad that's what we're going to talk about you know because 
we all know that we use our cell phones, right, for it's basically our main form of communication, not even for phone calls, but it's for postings. So, mm-hmm. well, I, I always have the my thought is like, like internet and social media isn't bad. Mm-hmm. It's that human beings are are horrible things, and it just gets amplified. With it does, <laughs> it does. Like I said, I mean, it's so, just a new way yeah, to get jealous and and you know mad and yeah, everything. It's just amp- yeah, I think it just amplifies the shittiness of people. But you know, it's always easier to see the shitty parts, but never really notice the good parts that are that are mm-hmm. happening. <clears throat> Yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that today. Okay. So, Leah Fazina was 36, was competing in a mini triathlon in Connecticut when she took a wrong turn and got lost in a 300-acre wood. That's fucking big. That's a lot of land. But as she raced downhill to try to rejoin the race, her front wheel hit a tree root and she crashed. <clears throat> so, she was pretty fucked up. She was unable to move and she was shouting for help. And she was hoping some of her fellow competitors were here, somebody, anybody. Just screaming and pleading, but nobody was around. So she tried to make a phone call to a relative with her, with her cell, but, you know, call didn't go through. So she said, fuck it, I'm going to go on, on Twitter. I'm going to post something, some help. So she wrote, I've had a serious injury and need help. Can someone please call Winding Trails in Farmington, Connecticut and tell them I'm, I'm stuck bike crash in the woods? She, that's what she tweeted. Mm. So within minutes... At least a, a, a half a dozen of her thousand followers picked up her phones and dialed her for help. So Mary Ellen Harper, the director of Fire and Rescue Services in Farmington Fire Department, said her department got calls from like as far as California. I mean, up, you know, down from New York, Chicago, like it was just all over the country. People were calling her. So the ambulance was dispatched and Leah was rescued and taken to the hospital. So after the accident, she wrote on her blog, she says, quote, I knew Twitter would get me an immediate response as my messages would be sent to the thousand or so people in my network. Of course, my Twitter network friends would would respond immediately and help me. So she was very thankful and she, um, luckily she recovered. She has no broken bones and she's planning on doing another mountain bike again. I mean, sadly, Leah's probably... I know you. Yeah, I know you need to get back on the horse after you fall, but fuck, lady, you know, <laughs> maybe <laughs> give it a rest. Yeah, I know. Go take up swimming or something. But yeah, I think that's uh, I'm mean, that's cool that you got help. You know that, that social media actually helped, and that's what uh, that's what's good about these stories that you know it actually helped people instead of because you know we all know people in our lives who who personally like they they just get so mad and jealous about things or what i wonder what she's doing or mm. it's like who the fuck cares i'm mean, that's what i see it's like who fucking cares if they have a good life let them have a good life you know <laughs> i don't know it's just i'm just not a social media whore so i just i don't understand so like this the her cell phone wouldn't work she couldn't she couldn't her call her calls kept dropping so you uh, know it uses is using less data to post on Twitter I guess like she was able to get on there and and type in uh, you know so but the call kept dropping I guess so you know the data was getting through but the the actual call out wasn't I know I, I know when I was when I was like you know researching this I was thinking why wasn't the call going through you know why why wasn't the call connecting but it could have been right how many times have people called you and you're like fuck that I'm not answering you know <laughs> it's like right <laughs> I mean or she could text it, that's what I'm that's what I, I know but she probably figured she'd get more of a reaction she was pretty hurt and she figured I'll just go on Twitter I know a thousand people you know I have these followers somebody will probably hit it up I don't know she like she wronged so she wronged so many I of know. Her, like, close personal friends that they want to was like fuck you everyone's giving anymore. her like the finger and thumb <laughs> you, you know fuck bit. off I tried I yeah I tried calling my friends and nobody wanted to help yeah, me yeah I know <laughs> 
I had to go to Twitter. I know. All these strangers, all these people who don't really know me helped me, but all the people who know me knew I'm I know. an asshole. So. Once they get to know me, they won't like I me know, either. I know. <laughs> all my family was telling me, they are texting me, I wish I died. No. <laughs> I hope you die out there. I know. <laughs> Hope your next right your next <laughs> your bike race is worse, you know. God, that's be fucked up. <laughs> oh, poor Leah. <laughs> Don't come back, you hear? Uh, okay, so, so November sixteenth, the next story, November sixteenth, um, in November tw- oh, sorry, in November in twenty sixteen, a twenty year old Adol Narathika posted a photo of a fish that he and his friends caught on a fishing trip. So Addo captioned his photo and about how excited he was to cook the fish and eat it with soy sauce. What he didn't know is that he had caught a scrawled file fish, which can be highly poisonous when it's not prepared po- properly. So the reason it's poisonous is because the intestines of the scrawled file fish contain a toxin called Cidigera that can cause neurological symptoms when eaten by humans. So luckily, like I said, he posted it. Fellow Twitter users realized the danger of the fish and urged Addo not to eat it. But after, uh, you know, a few hours with no reply from Adam, right? everyone was telling him, don't eat that shit. And he didn't reply. People got freaked out. They thought, oh, shit, he probably got he poisoned, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, after a few hours after his initial post, he made a new post in which he said that after being alerted to the danger of eating the intestines of the fish that he caught, he threw it back in the water and it swam away. The reason he had left his followers, his followers in suspense for so long was he simply because his phone had run out, out of battery. You know, Ned died and... You know, mm-hmm. he was out of harm's way, and he thanked everyone for the comments. But, I mean, that's good. You know, I, I'm not a fish person. Like, I don't mind fish, but I'm not – I don't know a lot about fish. So, it sounds like this guy didn't either. He seems like he just would have eaten anything. But, fuck, like <laughs> – I know. Like, I got a fish. I'm eating it. It's like, man, you know, take it easy. Okay, I got a, there's a boot. It looks like a fish, kind of. Yeah, I know. I'll just eat it. Well, let's, let's just cut it open. Yeah, I know. It's, it's got to be worth eating. No, nah, but I mean, that's a good thing he got some help because that could have ended up really bad. So, in January 2010, the Caribbean nation of Haiti was rocked by a devastating earthquake. So, Dan Woolley was an aid worker in Haiti when the earthquake struck, and he was staying at the at the Hotel Montana in Port-au-Prince. And, of course, as the earthquake was going on, it collapsed on him. So, he found himself trapped under, alone under the crushed remains of the hotel. Now, he was bleeding, he was bleeding from both his head and his leg, but he came, He stayed calm, and he found, uh, it's like, I'm going to look online and see if I can find some type of solution. So he had preloaded an app that was talked about treating wounds, right? So he didn't have to download anything, right? The network was probably down, and I'm sure the, mm-hmm. you know, the Haitian, you know, network probably wasn't very strong. So it was probably even worse after the earthquake. So he had pre-downloaded, so he was able to look up, you know, how to um, handle a compound fracture. So the app was called Pocket First Aid CPR by Jive Media. And it relied on and it relied on information from credible sources such as the American Heart Association. So that gave him confidence, like, hey, the instructions you're giving me is probably decent. You know, it's probably not some bullshit, you know, some guy in his back alley, you know, writing this shit. So with using the instructions, he you know, he, he took his shirt off and he used it as a bandage for his leg and tied a belt around his shirt his shirt to keep it secure. And so he thought, shit, maybe I went into shock, you know, this earthquake might have had me go into shock so Mm. he looked on there about shock and it told him that if he's if you're dealing with shock you know if you have any type of form of shock do not fall asleep so he had set his alarm on his phone to go off every 20 minutes you know just to keep him awake 
Mm-hmm. So after more than 60 hours of, you know, staying awake and in, in pain, a rescue team finally got through and they pulled him out. So looking back on the incident, he said his phone was like a high-tech version of a Swiss army knife that enabled me to treat my own injuries, track time, and stay awake and stay alive. I, I thought that was kind of cool, you know, that... That's the worst is bad of you. I know. That I, that's, that was the thing I was wondering, too. I mean, this... What kind of phones do you I, have? I'd like to buy Well, it. I mean, it was 2010, <laughs> man. You know, phones were still kind of new and, and shit, you know, was not... It, it might have not been like an iPhone or anything, you know. It might have been like still like some old Nokia or something where... Remember those old analog type phones, yeah. right? Well, then again, like if, if he had... Maybe he was just shutting it off. Yeah, it could have been. Between. But then he has the alarm thing going off every... Well, so, uh, so he had a head, could have shut it off, Yeah. Right? And again, again, like I said, that's that's stupid though. It couldn't have been a Nokia, right? Because he had apps on there, so he was downloading. It must have been. It might have been an iPhone, you know, one of the first versions. But you know, yeah, but sixty. I know, hours? I know, I know. I agree, I agree. That's that's a lot. And maybe he had it like in power save mode. Who knows? But yeah, I know that was a long time. That's a long time. Uh, <clears throat> so this next story, Ben Silber. He was a Reddit user and an athlete. He had, you know, he used to run a lot of marathons, and he was active lifestyle and. He was thinking maybe somehow something was wrong with him. He was, because he was experiencing like weird symptoms, like he was getting weight gain, um, height decrease, and his posture was worsening. So height decrease, like he was getting short. Yeah, you, like like you know, with a worsened posture, you know, like and maybe your back, you know, you start getting kind of like bent over. Oh. You know, so your height technically goes down. So despite his attempts to get a diagnosis, no doctor could figure out what was wrong. So one night, Silver was browsing Reddit when he stumbled upon a post by a man who looked similar to him. So he read the comment, you know, the thread, and um, he thought he found his diagnosis. So the man in the picture had a... It was cancer. No, I know. <laughs> the man in the picture had a rare disease known as Cushing syndrome. So Cushing syndrome is often caused by a tumor that produces an excess amount of cortisol. So he, when he researched further of the symptoms of Cushing syndrome, he found that every single one matched what he was going through so although he was convinced of the case you know what he was suffering with the doctor he went to next you know wasn't so sure you know for some reason all these doctors were just blowing him off so despite the doctor disagreeing with his self-diagnosis you know he stuck to his gut and he met he met with an endocrinologist who confirmed yes you do have cushions so he was able to get surgery to remove the tumor and then able to go back through physical therapy to help him regain his former strength so it's luckily he challenged his doctors, you know, and he went to Reddit and he found, you know, somebody similar to his case because it helped save his life. Mm. I think that's that kind of. I mean, it's hard, right? That's a, that's weird that the doctor I know, was like, especially because he had like textbook case. I you know, know, like symptoms. That's what I was wondering, like, they think they would be like, okay, well, let's get you a specialist, or like, yeah, let's let's look into that avenue instead of being like, nah, I don't know what it is, just let it go. You know? it, well, probably was he didn't have insurance. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> 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 I know. It's like, well, I'm not gonna make any money off of this, so let's yeah. let's just pretend. Just like send him home. Fucking yeah, we'll send him home. There you go. Just take a couple of these tums and you'll yeah, I know, I know tums. <laughs> I know tums. Tums cure everything. <laughs> yeah, we'll just prescribe you some tums. You can get it at the at the pharmacy for uh, fifty bucks a. I know. Dollar, so I know. You'll, you'll be all right. <laughs> Fuck. So his next one here is, um, 2013, an 18 year old girl from New Jersey posted on Tumblr that she was about to kill herself. So the post followed a series of posts relating to depression and suicide. But those posts were met with little concern, and at some points her account was even harassed online. So the anonymous girl seemed to have given up on all hope 
And shortly after posting her suicidal message, she swallowed an entire bottle of pills. But luckily, you know, a garden angel was looking over this, you know, sad woman on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Um, by, the, by named uh, Jackie Rosas, who lived in California. So Jackie was following, the, you know, the girl's Tumblr for some time. When she saw the post where the girl threatened to commit suicide, she immediately contacted the suicide hotline who directed her to the local police. So the police conducted an extensive search in which they found the girl's Twitter account, which led them to find her hometown in Union Township, New Jersey. So after being contacted by the police in California, the Union Township police were able to find the girl in time to get her to the hospital, where she was able, you know, she made a full recovery. So she basically lives 2,700, those two women, the the girl who tried committing suicide and Jackie Rosa's, you know, they're 2,700 miles away from each other, but she still mm-hmm. saved her, you know, that's due to social media. I mean, that's, that's, that's got to be pretty nice. At least she knows that one person is looking out for her and hopefully she's turned around her life around because sometimes people just need somebody to care for you, you know? Yeah, that's a lot of it. It's just, so, a lot of it's just kind of a, needs that attention. Exactly. You, or just someone to at least feel that somebody fucking gives a yeah, shit about you. Yeah, you know? I mean, everybody needs that, right? Everybody needs to feel loved and, and things like that. So, you know, it's too bad. And thankful that Jackie saved her. That, that's a good good. That's a real good thing. So I got this last one here. In April of 2014, a 59-year-old woman named Mary Goldberg walked out of a New York City apartment and did not return. So unfortunately, Mary suffered from severe dementia. So it was her situation was even more dangerous because of that. So her son, Josh... Goldberg searched all around the city and failed to find her. The NYPD, as well as a variety of other missing persons associations, joined in the search, but they couldn't find her. So, just at a loss, you know, and needed any type of help, solution, he turned to Reddit and he posted in the, <clears throat> the, the New York City page asking if anybody had seen his mother. So, he described her physical characteristics in great detail, as well as the clothes that she, he believed that she was wearing when she was left. So, miraculously, after a few hours, a fellow Redditor by the name of Gerorama said he saw her wandering the streets. He said that he saw Josh's post earlier and checked back to confirm that the woman that he he saw was indeed May. So, upon finding her, the Redditor sent Josh a personal message that his mother had been found and brought May to a hotel lobby where the receptionist contacted the police. Josh was thrilled with the power of the internet helped rescue his mother. And Gairama was awarded with over 16,000 upvotes in 23 months of Reddit gold for his good deed. I mean... Oh, that's good. That's nice. Yeah, and at least at least Reddit, you know, recognized it and, like, said, Hey, man, we, you know, we'll give you some, you know, we'll give you some, you know, some kudos for this. That That's cool. That's cool, you know. Again, I thought these were good stories because, like I said, we talked a few weeks ago about people, about how bad social media, how it is bad for your mental health, but... It's good to know there's still some good things out there that can help people and 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 serve benefit benefit for the you know the world or the community, but yeah. But it, just remember, everybody, you're all still pieces. Yeah. Of shit, so don't so, let this get to your head. Fuck, okay? fuck all of you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically, it. that's that's more of the story. We're all fucked. <laughs> all fucked. All right. Well, I think that's enough for the indifference tonight. Yeah. So thank you all for joining us uh, at the bunker here. And if the world doesn't end by then, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone.